Welcome to the Alchemical Wellness Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm an herbal alchemist who specializes in biofield tuning and life guidance. My name is Raquel. I'm a holistic nutritionist and chef, as well as a wild pregnancy advocate and free birth keeper. And we are Black Bear Herbery. We're here to empower you to exist within the sovereignty of nature and transform your mind, body, and soul. so excited for this episode it is just an amazing episode and we think everyone's going to really enjoy it we have dr julie gerland who's been a pioneer and thought leader for over 40 years she's been dedicated to achieving a thriving global family and planet she was awarded an honorary doctorate in holistic medicines and she is a co-founder of birthing the new humanity Birthing the New Humanity World, Birthing Change, and the Conscious Creation Plan. She is an inspiring international speaker, a TEDx presenter, a best-selling co-author, hypnobirthing trainer, and a social entrepreneur. And joining her today is Dr. Francois Gerland. He is also the co-founder of Birthing the New Humanity and Birth the Change, He was born in Paris in 1953 and is passionate about understanding our human and divine natures. He's a brilliant hypnotherapist and trainer. Dr. Gerland has combined his career as an airline pilot with his work as an international speaker and advocate for prenatal life at the UN. He has been awarded an honorary doctorate in holistic medicine as well. It was such an amazing opportunity to get to talk to these two wonderful people, and we hope that you enjoy it as much as we did. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. (laughs) Hello. Yes. Yeah, it's nearly nearly the evening now. It's uh, getting uh, a little bit dark. Uh, don't worry, Julie isn't gone. She's uh, okay. she's very close, and uh, I I heard her just running downstairs, so she must have forgotten something. I am oh. Francois. Oh, very nice to meet you, Raquel, and this is my partner Derek. Yeah. Derek, Derek, oh, fantastic, and Raquel. <laughs> yeah, very very nice meeting you. So Julie mentioned uh, the interest. She also told me that uh, you were expecting. Yes. I am, yes. Yes, that's yes. wonderful. That's wonderful. Is it number one? For us together, yeah. we we have a shared daughter from his first marriage. Uh-huh. She's uh-huh. five and amazing. And um, but yeah, this was very much a conscious conception between us. So beautiful. Really yeah. magical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, that uh, really on our line. There is such a difference. Uh, yeah. and as, as we are wait, waiting, uh, if you are not in a hurry, by the way, I don't know, but of course. just to tell you a story, 
we we were uh, in uh, in France where we are now, and there was a, a Scottish uh, couple, and he's a he's a singer, and they were just about to leave the area, and they said, "I'm going to offer a concert to all the people around just to say goodbye, you know, like farewell party." So we said, "Yeah, let's go." So we went there. <laughs> And um, uh, when we arrived, he, he said, uh, before, before the concert, my uh, son would like to uh, sing a song for you. And so this little boy arrived, he must have been seven or something like that, with a guitar which was as big as him, put the guitar flat on, on the table and went like that, zroom, zroom, zroom on the <laughs> guitar. And at the same time, he was just telling us a text by heart that he had written for us, wow. looking at every single person like that. And I said, wow. this kid is not like every kid in the world. Mm -hmm. So as soon as there was, there was a moment where the, the, the singing stopped. And so I just rushed to see that kid and talk to him. And, and that was stunning. I mean, I, I just, the, just his, uh, the, his answers to my question, his comments were just so brilliant. So when we were just leaving, I just, uh, his mother was just saying goodbye to everybody. And I just stopped. I said, I said, I said, your, your sons are fantastic. But I said, this one is out of this world. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, so she looked at me. Yeah, OK. And, and I said, can you, can you talk to me about uh, your pregnancy? And she, she nearly fell down because people don't ask this kind of question yeah and 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 this is when it becomes interesting she said she said yes i love my my first two sons they are lovely um but uh, for this one uh the 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 birth had been such a mess so difficult for me the the, the first one we decided to do it in a completely different way and and she so they they decided for conscious conception she stopped working altogether yeah. and listened to beautiful music play yoga walk in nature talk to the child i mean you name it she decided to do that uh, in the most relaxed possible way she said the birth was an enchantment this wow. baby she used the expression this baby literally popped out <laughs> <laughs> wow! And she said he has been he has been just uh, amazing ever since. And wow. because this is what we are working on so much, yeah. uh, I, I said, you know what? If I had seen only this child, that would be enough for me to prove oh, wow. the, the veracity of what we are saying. Yeah. Wow, that is the mission. Yeah, that's that's what this is all about, right? <laughs> it's what it's all about. I, I, absolutely, it's uh, oh. uh, it's it's and you know. There is something very interesting about that, um, because we, uh, can I say, babies and mother time is a time. It's 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 a moment, but uh, especially men uh, tend to think, oh, you know, oh, that's a nice story. You know, we have it's a cute moment, and the baby, the mother, you know, and and the birth, you know, it's their business, and of course the doctor who knows everything. And, yeah. And this is so far from the reality. This is the moment where you prepare the society of tomorrow. And if babies are ex continuously exposed to neglect, violence, uh, or regrets, or things like that, when when they are in in, in pregnant during the pregnancy, uh, and at birth, and in the, in the few months after that. Well, you know what? It doesn't have the future. 
as as you know, everything can always be. Mm. Yeah, but um, yes, that's that's really. Um, oh, here Julie is is, is coming. Uh, so yes, it's a very it's it's our it's our topic. I love it! Wow, what a great story. Hi, Julie. Hello, Raquel. Hello, Derek. Nice to meet you. And congratulations on your pregnancy. Oh, thank you. So great. I was just sharing a little bit that this is definitely a conscious conception between the two of us. And it's been really, really beautiful. And I'm I'm loving pregnancy so far. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's been uh, so powerful to to read Womb to Thrive as well during this time. And I've reflected so much on the the online conference that you both gave in 2020 yeah. and just, you know, accessing some of that material and sharing it. And it's just, it's all connecting now. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? And we have some, some new friends here as well in the area and they're preparing to have their second child and reading the book. Oh. And they're saying, you know, this is going to make all the difference. I mean, it's just so incredible what they're learning just through, you know, kind of reading stories. Absolutely, yeah. The way it's written and, and just reading everybody's different stories and perspectives. You guys, yeah, you did a wonderful job compiling everything and particularly loved both of your individual stories that you shared. And, you know, Francois, it was really interesting. We were kind of reviewing it this morning to um, see where your purpose of, you know, healing that prenatal trauma and what you were just sharing, even the story, um, you know, how that kind of came about from your own, your own experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing, uh, actually, when, when we are uh, in any kind of attempt at um, helping uh, other people or just participating, you know, in their well-being, it's really what we have lived, which can give just like uh, content to what we are doing. It, when it's just just here, it's it, it's not the same thing. But when you have when you have lived things in your flesh, that's why I, I tell people sometimes. You know, you know um, there are not that many people who have a, a beautiful okidori life for all. You know, from from the moment of birth to uh, when they die peacefully in their bed at eighty five. I mean, okay, it's beautiful in some some uh, novels, but that's not the way it is for most of us. And what what I've realized working with so many people over the years now, people who have had to go through something really hard and who have been able to somehow overcome um, and build themselves, I would say, on, on this pile of stuff that, that has been given to them, the result is that they are much stronger and they are much able, they are really able to help other people. And uh, it's really what it's all about. It, you know, it's the idea of what we call the wounded healer, and that's that's really what's what's behind all this. But I mean, I, I verify that uh, every day. Uh, that that's why it's uh, it's okay to have a life which is not constantly uh, perfect. But no problem; it doesn't happen to anyone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So true. And, you know, I love how you also provide tools for accessing some of that, uh, 
the trauma that we might have experienced out of our control while in the womb, for example, and giving people access to the knowledge to be able to work through that, to create more of that hunky-dory life that we're all wanting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Actually, what what's happening once uh, once you have healed in in a wounded area, is not is that you don't have any problems anymore. Mm. It's just that you just surf the waves. Uh, with much ease when <laughs> before you would drown under the wave and now you you have this kind of thing said oh yeah it's only that okay let's do what we what we know how to do and you will surf the wave that's really what we like and, and not to bring people into a like a very safe island with big walls around like nothing can happen to them you know that's that's not what it's all about but actually the human being is is built con I mean, conceived i would say to be extremely strong we have lost the sense of how strong we are but actually uh, we we can be and we will be incredibly uh, strong when we have healed from all these illusions which have been given to us and 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 then all these little uh, hiccups of life will just be uh, you know experiences and, and and that's it and we all know people like that who uh, they, they live things and you say my goodness that would kill me yeah well it doesn't kill them it only makes them stronger <laughs> <laughs> and that's the the beauty of it yeah wow. human resilience yes really amazing yeah Actually, yes, that's said the word which uh, summarized that uh, very much. Yeah, yeah. The 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 beauty of it is that uh, actually, when when something in us is not um, healed, is just like hidden somewhere in this funny thing we call the subconscious, which is a universe in itself. You know, it's it's the subconscious is huge, and there is everything and its opposite in there. Of course, if you dive head first in your subconscious mind, you come back a little bit broken. <laughs> you know, well, I said, I will, I'll have warned you that's not the thing to do. But there is a way to arrive in a very, very gentle way in, um, uh, in what we have lived. And, and for that, I would say the prerequisite is have a completely different vision of what we call good and evil. You know this way of doing, uh, of putting life and other people in boxes. Now they are the good ones, they are the bad ones. Now that's okay for a three years old. Um, it's not okay for a, a president, even though that's what they use every day. Well, uh, they're still three-year-olds, aren't they? Well, they, <laughs> to a degree, they are. They are like three years old, and uh, and and it's it's. They haven't a, grown up yet. And when, when when we we are able to somehow see life uh, without this drastic judgment, this is terrible, this is to be avoided, or this is good, I'm, I want to have it, I want to have just that for all my life. If we if we are out of that and and uh, we, we can be what we call centered and just looking at things for what they are for a start it's exactly like a dog i mean you are you are afraid of dog and you have a barking dog you know who's running after you and the more the dog is uh, is running the more you are running away the more you are afraid and the more the dog is barking and suddenly you turn around and you said what am i doing this is just a dog 
and you turn around and you look at the dog and 95% uh, of dogs, I mean, some have been trained, but, you know, we, we don't meet them that often. 95% of them, we just stop and look at you. <laughs> and that's it. And it's exactly the same in the, uh, in the subconscious mind. Um, of course, the condition is to be, as, as I said before, be careful where you are going. You, you don't want to to throw yourself in a snake pit and say, oh, oh problem. No, you don't do that. But but when when you really are working on something which is making you suffer, and you just very, very gently go back to the origin, and uh, including the prenatal origin, usually what you will find is an innocent little child who is living something that they don't understand or they don't like, make them suffer. And bringing this funny thing that science doesn't know called love. Thank God we know it. Science doesn't know it, but we know it. You bring that in there and and what felt like a terrible monster inside us, which actually was not a monster, it was extreme pain. Lived and relived and relived over and over again by what I call our inner child. Just arrive there, take the child in your arms and say, you know what? I'm here now, it's not going to happen again, I will not let anything happen to you. This little thing does absolute miracles in people's life. Absolute miracles. So and, yeah. and of course, uh, the ideal would be uh, to, as much as possible, avoid extreme traumas to the babies who are born now, you know? It's not, I mean, some, some people even reading our book said, oh, that stressed me so much because I, I realized that anything which happened between me and my husband, I could hurt the baby. No, you won't hurt the baby because you have a little argument. As long as your love is intact for the child and you can talk to the child after and say, you know what, mommy and dad have had just a little misunderstanding, but you know, don't worry, this is just nothing. I mean, it's, yeah. and, uh, and, and it works. It, it just works uh, beautifully. Uh, now, of course, I mean, I remember we met this uh, pregnant lady. Uh, it's one one of million example we have, but it was in um, Bali, in Bali Island, and uh, we were staying in a little resort. And there was this lovely, lovely waitress, and she talked to Judy, and she was pregnant, and she said, "I'm desperate." She said, "My husband is uh, is uh, going with his." friends every evening and he comes back completely drunk and uh, spends all the money and I have to work and all my money just goes to now that you know if it's repeated over and over and over on a long time will have consequences yeah that, that, that's for sure that's for sure so that's why, that's why you know if we can be reasonable at that time uh, we will save people say and I mean rightly say study at 18 or 15 years old is easy. Catch up when you are 45, it's much more difficult. And if you start right from the beginning, right from the prenatal time, I'm not talking about learning science on math or no, no, that's not what we, uh, we don't encourage that at all. But you know, learning to be a decent human being who is loved, who is cared for, who uh, is important as, as a member of society to know that and feel that from, from the beginning, then you will walk through life as a different person. Yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm.
Anyway, anyway, that's a bit of our um, uh, hobby horse, as Julie said. It's a British thing. She said hobby horse. <laughs> I love it. This is such important information for the world, you know. And I, I love the the quote in the opening of the book. You know, if we were to look after pregnant women in just fifty years, that's two generations. We could close all our prisons and all our hospitals. That's so exactly. powerful. And I can tell you, after more than 40 years of uh, hearing that first, and then then seeing the signs growing, I'm sure, I'm sure Julie will, will talk about that, meeting Dr. Thomas Verney, who is part of the book, who is one of the big, big pioneers. This is when science, kind of science, because psychiatry is considered science by the psychiatrist, but not by other doctors. But anyway, uh, he just realized uh, that, oh my goodness, what's happening? We, we, have, we have ignored something so important. And they, they met uh, several doctors, psychologists, uh, uh, midwives, I mean, all, all sorts of people who have discovered the same thing, in, and they created this uh, beautiful association in the US called APA. Uh, and, um, and and they have now put together, not just them, I mean, many other people have just put together a level of science now that uh, we cannot any longer afford to ignore that. Yeah. The people who are just taking us to war uh, and just like destroying the planet, let's face it, accusing us of having putting a bit too much petrol off on our suv come on i mean just wake up that's absolutely absurd absolutely ridiculous uh but then you know they use their tanks and their jet fighters and, and all this kind of thing uh, uh, and to kill each other these are traumatized babies yeah and you know we can't afford uh, another hitler uh, I think we have the equivalent here now. I don't, I'm not going to say any names here. We can't afford that now because we, the, the weapons we have, uh, you know. But, and this is where we, Julie and I have just absolutely convinced, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They absolutely, they will not. There will be problems. There are problems going on, let's face it. But you know, I was talking to, 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 to uh, this question, what is it you are the most afraid about? And some people would say, well, nuclear of this and uh, artificial intelligence and, and, uh, and poison and bugs and viruses and you name it. That's not what's me, what's the thing which is the most frightening for me is not to be loved anymore, honestly, and not to be able to love anymore. Now that would be really bad. Yeah. I, I I don't believe death exists. Um, I, I believe we have a life here, yeah, an incarnation. We must do the very best of it. But the, the, the worst thing which can happen to an individual is to stop loving. And um, yeah, so uh, the, the, the more the more we just and Julie will probably talk about it. The more we will go, the more we will use this power which is given to us, which is start with the interaction between their thoughts, the feelings and the imagination to build the future we want. Mm -hmm. Have you seen in the news, they keep 
showing us things that you don't want. Programming. Yeah. That's right. So mm -hmm. that you use your, they use your imagination, which is quite, quite incredible. They use our imagination so that we visualize these things over and over again. And, and the subconscious mind says, oh, that's what you want. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. And, and this is really a time of, of uh, I would say, mental resistance. Yeah. Not, not just Occupy Wall Street. I mean, I admire the people who just, you know, just stay sitting for days and days and get cold. And, you know, they hurt themselves. And uh, But what's going now is we are going to use our power. Yeah. And if your baby knows when he or she is born, she already knows with her guts that she has the power to live in the in the world she wants. Wow, that will be fantastic. Yeah. Yes. The powers of manifestation. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I've been the only only one talking so far because uh, Julie may, may have told you that I have to leave at uh, at six thirty. Uh, and um, so she very, very nicely uh, proposed that I start talking to you. But is there any 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 question or anything uh, uh, where I can share with you for the few minutes we are together? You've covered so many wonderful things, and I'm I'm just fascinated by both of your dedication to this mission, and you know. Um, I feel that I already know the answer, but I would just love to hear what what you say as far as you know, what what can we do um, to continue to further our mission in a big way? Because of course, people people are only ready to hear and accept from their level. So if we're wanting to propose these, you know, quite different ideas to the mainstream society, how is it that we can continue to further this knowledge and how have you stepped forward fearlessly in the ways that you have? Uh, fearlessly, yes, and no. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are times where I mean, okay, we are human beings, you know. We have our little, uh, we, uh, little things here and there. Um, I remember an experience. Uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, you know, we live in a, let's face it, a very materialistic world. Mm -hmm. And from young age, doing something is doing something physical. Mm. Even if it's on a computer, if it's, even if it's writing a text, it's doing something. So what shall we do for the world? Most people will translate, okay, let's start a Facebook group, let's do this, let's do that. And yes, we are doing it. But this is putting the thing in, in, in the wrong order. Actually, um, um, this, is, this is why I wanted to tell you this story. We, uh, we were in Australia, Julia and I, and um, we were involved in helping to uh, distribute um, personal development books we really, really uh, loved. They were not very well known, and we just were in, involved into in that. And uh, we had to go for that into Sydney, 
to uh, just you know go from bookshop and things like that. And one morning uh, when I got up, I said to Julie, I, I can't. This is just too heavy. It's just too heavy. And and so what what happened? And this is this is really what I would like to work on. And Julie keeps reminding me, by the way, uh, the way I would like to work in uh, in the future. What happened is that we decided to have a meditation in the morning. And we were just like sitting very peacefully. And I was <laughs> feeling this weight on my shoulders. Because I was the one who had to save Australia, you know, with my big flag. And and it was too heavy for me and blah, blah, blah. Suddenly, I just something just opened over me. And I had like, it was like a visualization, which is extremely wonderful because it was not something that I had prepared, you know, like a film. And I felt that's not the way to go, they told me. And I felt like like two angels, that was angels, angels which came to my mind, were just holding me by the shoulders like that. And they told me, you have to do absolutely nothing just be there and we will take you where you should be going etc whoa at the end of this little meditation i felt a light like anything i said to julie well let's go to sydney i was preparing for an ice cream party or disneyland or you know what i mean something nice we arrived there and i won't tell the story but it was too long but in one afternoon everything was solved and just like 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 miracle after miracle after signs after just thing like that and and I, I i really thought to myself this is the way to go now of course 40 years of materialistic way of thinking don't go away like this mm-hmm. as well when i said that the fearlessly no it's more true for julie than it is for me because i sometimes go back into that you know into where I was before. But you know what? I don't feel too terrible about it. I just think inside myself that if every single time I can just, you know, collect the pieces and say, yes, of course, I have done it the, the, the wrong way, the usual way again. Let's, let's do it the new way now. Let's let's do it, you know, the way we, we learn how to do the things. And there is just like this this feeling of, uh, first, it's not us who is going to change the world. The universe is in the process of clearing the, the earth, and it's happening. And there are people who help, and there are people who get it very wrong. Okay, fair. You know, that's, uh, and as much as possible, let's be part of the one who clean. Let's be part of the ones who are preparing this new world. Mm-hmm. And very, very often, and, and the same the same being who said the, what you read on the book, the first quote you read, mm-hmm. the same being said, there is only one thing you have to do in your life. And of course, it has got, it's got to be understood in a very wide way, is to work on your own body. Mm-hmm. Not by going to the gym, gym. That's not what I mean. No, that, that, that's not that at all. But there, the, there is this consciousness of who we truly are, which has got to come and come and come, and incarnate in the body. 
and then we become powerful. And then we do lots of things, including materialistic things, but in a completely different way. And I, I really have had this, this experience many, many times where I was in some kind of, let me say, more enlightened than usual way. You know, I'm, I'm saying that very humbly. I'm not talking about being wow. Um, but, you know, like, like you know, in a very inspired state and thinking, oh, my goodness, I have to go and do my job now. Uh, and, and, and I'm up there. What's going to happen? Well, that's good for a pilot to be up there. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pilot. But the, the, the result was actually I was much, much, much more present to my job, which is, you, you would say, no, I mean, you are you are materialistic or you are spiritualist. No, that, that is garbage. That is false. That's what we have been told, including by religion, by the way. You know, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you just have a, uh, sorry for the word, a shit life for the whole week. And then you go and speak to God on Sunday and you are forgiven because you're, wait a minute. <laughs> no, this is, uh, I mean, you see, this is why we now have a grown up population. We are growing up. And because we are growing up, um, these things we have been told for so long have got to be to change now. Yeah. I mean, there is some merit in people becoming intelligent. I mean, the intellect is a bit of a dangerous tool, as you know, uh, if you use it to destroy other people. But there is some merit because, you know, there they, are some BS stuff that's finished now. We don't want it anymore. Yeah. Let's be true. And this thing is true. This, this thing about the importance of the prenatal time and how, if we want, and we will have a loving society, this is where you started. Mm. So that is, um, that's me for today. I, I think I have to go and do um, my, my other work, my second work. Yeah. Just, just just to finish with that I used to say to people I have two jobs one one is a child job and the other one is an adult job <laughs> <laughs> and, and so so of course now you know being a captain and you know said oh that's got to be the adult with his nice uniform I said no <laughs> no no that's the child <laughs> the adult job is the one where when um we are somehow uh, working at um, enhancing as much as possible someone's life and and soul mm. yeah that's it mm. sorry i've been very talkative no, oh it's great, great. Yeah. yes thank yes. you so much <laughs> and thank you for your time i really appreciate that it's great honor to be with you tonight mm -hmm. and uh, congratulations for uh Thank the uh, beauty, uh, the little prince of princess who is coming, coming now. Thank you. Maybe we'll all meet in Providence here next time. Yes, yes. Okay, do let's. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe we'll organize that with you. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Francois. All the very best. Take care. Very nice okay. talking to you. Okay. Talk soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Wonderful. 
Oh, so nice. He could come in just before his uh, session. It was, it was unexpected, but this lady is really in such a, a very, very difficult situation that um, he had to so squeeze her in. <laughs> so, yeah. well, we appreciate both of you just making the time. It's it's really meaningful. And yeah, to just spend this time together is, is so great. Mm, it's wonderful to see you again and Derek to meet you. Uh, you too, Julie. Follow you on Facebook and see lots of wonderful things that you're doing. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's fantastic. And now the family that you're going to uh, to create, to bring about and to birth. And um, that's exciting as well. Thank so you. adventure together. Yes, I really look back on my time during 2020 when I first discovered Birthing the New Humanity and connected with you and and the rest of the amazing community there and um, how that really paved the way to where I'm at now. You know, I was in a pretty dark place then and really BTNH and the community and the aliveness that I felt during those 10 or 11 days that really truly has alchemized into bringing me to this new level that I'm at now of divine union and you know, healthy relationship and really just living, living and being, you know, just like Francois said, I love that the idea of not doing so much, but being. And We're human beings, aren't we? Not human yeah. doings. Exactly. <laughs> so good. So yeah, endless gratitude to, to you for, you know, just bringing that consciousness about. And I'm so glad that somehow we, we connected through that. Mm. And you were doing a doula training. That's right. Yeah, I was. And, you know, it's funny because I went to the school with the mindset of not really doing it as a career so much, but actually having the knowledge about childbirth uh, for my own self, because I've always wanted to be a mother. And I wasn't in the space at that time to become a mother, but I knew that it was something I wanted to to pave the way for. And so even more fitting, you know, that I would connect with the ideas of conscious conception and all of these things at that time and to be able to fast forward two to three years now and here we are. <laughs> Fantastic, isn't it? Wonderful. It's so to find somebody as well to to find is to 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 be with somebody who's really a soulmate mm. and can meet you on that level. I mean, it's very special. It's very very wonderful. Um, we've obviously lived that with Francois, and um, it's it's a work. You know, it's uh, we're here to help each other to evolve, mm -hmm. uh, to obviously mirror each other on many occasions. But um, to be able to really be your authentic self with somebody and love each other for who we are and not for who we want the other one to be um, is a fantastic gift. That's so great. And really, yeah, just bringing it back to that love. And that's, you know, what, what we all need more of and how, how we change the world too. Exactly. Exactly that. So love is... Francois said, you know, that basically without that, you've got nothing. So um, this is the one of the first, it is the first pillar of our transformational program, which is called Birth for Change. 
And the first pillar is how to transform fear and stress into love and well-being. Wow. And every should everybody, in my view, should know how to do that within seconds. Seconds. And that's what we teach people. So when you feel stressed, because it does happen, you know, you hear some news, you see an image, you, you know, it happens. But what we don't want to do is stay in that. So we've got to have the tools and the consciousness to say, oh, that's it. My body, body is registering stress or fear. We know how to feel it. We know exactly that we don't want it. And we know exactly how to change it. For me, that's really the first level of um, empowerment. If we can't do that, then our stress and our fear is just going to be running, 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 and then it's going to meet another one. And, and basically, that becomes our default setting. In fact, that's what, how we get set up uh, during birth from conception on, is we get, actually get hardwired to live in the, um, the sympathetic nervous system to be ready to fight or flight and if we can't do either we freeze and so by the time we're born and i'm talking to a little one there you know we're actually set up already with our default setting yes so how can we now change the default setting and this is this is what i say you know i've had a bit of a slow learning curve learning about computers i didn't grow up with computers mm -hmm. francois is really quite technique technical because he was an airline pilot and so all the technical switches and this and that is, is he's at home in that i'm not and so um he used to say to me often he doesn't say it so much now is have you done your updates and of course i have not done my updates on anything <laughs> Um, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's a silly question because he knows already I haven't done them. But what I started to say to him and to other people is when I noticed it's the same program going on, and I say, "Do you have you done your updates? Update the program." Yeah. Wow. And look at me like, "Well, <laughs> like what's that?" I say, "Well, can't you see that's a program?" It's the same voice going on and on. I can't do this. I'm not good enough for that. Da, 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 da. We all know what it feels like, right? That voice that just keeps playing over and over, whatever it is, that's a program. Wow. And if you don't like it, if it's not serving you, update it. Yeah. How do you do that? And I really imagine a time where a six or seven-year-old child will be able to do that. Because yeah. they understand the subconscious. They know it's like understanding a computer. I don't know how to do anything on a computer. I mean, I can make it work for what I want to do, but the moment there's something that doesn't work as I expect, I'm completely out, right? Mm -hmm. But people learn it. And even young people now, even kids know oh, right? yeah. <laughs> how to use all this stuff, right? Yeah. So what about the inner programs that um, more and more our generation, we didn't learn how to how the subconscious works, but more and more the younger generations coming along will learn, and they will say to the parents, "Why do you keep saying that, mom? <laughs> you know, update your program." You know? That's amazing. And they will know exactly how to do it because they can see how the subconscious works. 
And they'll just say, well, it's easy, mom. You just go in and you do this and you turn that and that's it. It's done. Is it that easy? Absolutely. Yes. And why doesn't everybody know? And I'm absolutely 100% convinced that that's, you know, we're the pioneers and it's obviously a bit longer for us, but the new generations, they will just say, oh, that's it. I've got a program. My, my father told me, for example, I can't sing. He said all the time, he said to me, you, I, you're like me. We can't sing. We're tone deaf. And so up until 20, 21, 22 years old, I never sang. I used to mouth the songs. I know the words off by heart of the, the 60s and the 70s music. But nothing would come out, no sound. Wow. And I didn't have that joy of being able to sing. And um, and then I realized that I had my father on my shoulder telling me that I couldn't sing. And so I said, whoa, you know, that's his story. It's not mine. And I started to change the program. And so then I started to sing. It took me a little while to, you know, get up confidence and, you know, change this and that and the other. Uh, but I did it. And so if you can do it for that, why can't you do it for everything else? So this is something that I've just been practicing. Why? Because I think it's really cool. <laughs> you know, it's like Foswell when he has a new computer, which he's just bought. He's telling me, oh, it can do this, Jules. And it's just, it just it doesn't interest me. You know, I say, oh yeah, okay, well. But the inner programming of us for me is like, wow, really exciting. That's incredible. Yeah, and everybody should learn how to do it. It's not rocket science, it's neuroscience. That's great. And so this is what you're you're teaching in the Birth to Change program? We teach, that's the, the first pillar. Wow. That's and um, that for me is really the first step of empowerment. As I said, if you can't do that, then, you know, you can't really move on to the next <laughs> Right, it's like the, the gatekeeper. You gotta unlock that first gate. Absolutely. And what what is the answer? That's why we why I came to it is love. Mm -hmm. So and now I'm not talking about love in terms of uh, philosophy, mm. but in terms of in the body. Mm. So everything we do is like body based. So. Um, if I talk about stress or fear, I'm talking about adrenaline and catecholamines. Mm -hmm. Okay, so everybody has to know what that feels like, what that is, um, and there's no doubt. Okay, there's absolutely no doubt. You can feel it. You know exactly. Your mind says, "Ah, okay, my blood pressure's up, my heart rate's up. This is happening. This is happening. This is I'm stressed." <laughs> okay, yeah. mm -hmm. um, uh, or I'm in fear, and for me, it's cl absolutely clear. The moment you start thinking, uh-oh, uh, war in Europe, and I find myself on the internet, it has happened, not a lot, but it has happened. Uh, best place, which best is the best country to go to? <laughs> you know, oh. I stop and say to myself, I have done probably once or twice with a, with a smile, but still saying, that's adrenaline. Mm. Adrenaline says, danger, I'm out of here. Right. Where can I go? Where can I run to? Wow. And so it, it has its way of creeping in, you know, into all kinds of places. And um, 
the first thing is to be able to immediately the body. And how do you do that? By secreting oxytocin. Mm-hmm. So you obviously you have to know how to do that. Why? Because these two, love and fear, in the body are antagonistic. You cannot have the two at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like the brake and the accelerator. You have one or you have the other, not the two together. And this is just, you know, any doctor will say, oh, yeah, I know that. I've taught many, many, many doctors in my workshops. And I say, well, you know this better than I do. And they look at me and they say, yeah, Julie, but we've never seen it like that. And I say, yeah, that's why you do my workshop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so nobody can say, oh, no, this isn't true or anything like this. No, it's it's. And um, and everybody can can feel in their body, so that for me is is really for pregnancy for anything because you can't just say to somebody, well, don't stress. I mean, duh. If I knew how to do it, I wouldn't be stressed, right? Right. <laughs> so or don't be afraid. Right. You can't say that to somebody Mm-mm. because it's it's subconscious, and they're they're not doing it because they feel like doing it. Uh, it's a reaction from the subconscious and it's just happening and so we have to know how do we uh, we can't necessarily heal it on the spot but we can change it Mm. and that is the power of love and a lot of people they don't know this and so for example for somebody who's pregnant i would say live as much as possible in what I call the column, which is oxytocin and endorphins. And do every single thing all day long to keep yourself in that state. Other things will happen, as Francois said, you know, Mm -hmm. life happens. Um, But the moment you feel stress or fear in your body, that is the moment where you say, oops, you know, I've been triggered. I now have to go and sit down or close my eyes or do something um, to change that. And I had a fantastic example. I was teaching uh, birth to change in a maternity hospital in India and uh, in Hyderabad. And um, we had about 75 um, of their um, labor nurses and doctors and childbirth educators, etc., and um, the second day, so I taught all about the oxytocin and the endorphins. And the next day, the um, chairperson uh, of the whole three maternities, three maternity hospitals, right? A lot of babies being born <laughs> in India. They're really um, very prolific. And um, she said, oh, Julie, before you start, she said, do you mind if I uh, share a story? I said, no, of course, you go for it. So um, she said, well, yesterday after your workshop, she said, I witnessed this in the corridors. We were in the hospital, right? And um, she said, I just wanted to share it. She said, so there were two women obstetricians and just in front of a birthing room. And they were about to go into the birthing room and something was going on, and they were not in a good state. Mm. And then something was, you know, something was going on. 
And one of them was just about to open the door to go into the room where there was a woman giving birth. And the other one said, oh, you can't go in like that. And she said, well, like what? And um, our, our friend who invited us, who's, who was basically, she's the owner of these three hospitals, um, she was there watching. And so the second obstetrician said, oh, what Julie told us in the workshop yesterday, she said, if you're in that state, you're going to affect the outcome of that birth. Yes. And so both of them stopped, they closed their eyes, they started secreting oxytocin when they were relaxed and, and feeling that love connection, then she went in. Oh. I was like, yes, yes. This is it. Can you imagine now all the hospitals everywhere in the world, all the birthing centers, everybody doing that? Oh, I love that vision. Isn't it? And then everybody living that at home. Absolutely. So because transformative. If we, if we only did one thing mm -hmm. for all pregnancy, all birth, all parenting, it would be that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because right. it's so powerful. Yes, I like how you bring in parenting too, you know, even in those moments when we feel triggered mm -hmm. by the the actions of the child when really it's just triggering our own inner child. But, yes. you know, if we can respond in that, if we can reconnect with that feeling of oxytocin and the feeling of love mm -hmm. and respond from that instead of that adrenaline, I think the outcome is so much greater. Wow, what a powerful concept. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And not only that, because these two um, groups of hormones mm -hmm. are contagious, we all know that. Um, if somebody comes rushing in in fear, you're suddenly going to feel it, even though there's nothing, right? Ha ha ha, that was a joke. Yeah, but. True. Uh, <laughs> 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 almost killed me, right? Uh, little boys love to do it. My, my older brother used to love making us, you know. Oh my uh, goodness. Afraid and things like that, right? Because he got a kick out of it. Anyway, he's sorry now. Oh. Uh, you know, he told me that recently. Oh, and, that's great. Um, so um, it's never too late to change. Mm. So, so basically, if everybody did that um, and knew that, mm. then because it's contagious, then we're affecting everybody. Imagine we, you know, father comes home from work or mother comes home from work and she's stressed out. And then she speaks or he speaks to the kids in a stressful voice. Mm. Then they're going to get stressed out and bash each other up, you know. Uh, and then you speak to somebody on the phone and you're stressed and they get stressed and they go and bash their wife or kids or dog or something. Yeah. And everything is gone out across the world and we're responsible. Yeah. It's a huge responsibility. So if I'm in that love space, for me, this is what we can all do. Because that's also contagious. That even if you're just sitting at home all day, if you're sending out that love, the people you think about, the, the people around you, and we're all connected with everybody, right? Yes. So your parents, your friends, they all feel you. And they immediately feel well and better. And, and they then pass that on to the people that they're in, in connection with. You're helping the world. And you may, may not even have left home. 
That's beautiful. Or done anything. Exactly. So live, align yourself with that power of love. And it's that love that does the work. You're sending out that frequency. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then your health gets better. You've got energy available for for growing a baby. You've got energy available for everything, for for repair, for healing, uh, for growth, for your intuition, for intelligence, finding solutions. If you're in fear or stress, you can't. You activate your hindbrain and you go into reptilian mode and that's not an answer we, we've had you know a few thousand years of that and it doesn't work <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. So, yeah he is love always <laughs> exactly and so that's that's what we teach and um we really again it's it's people have to feel it in their body yeah. Because people say, um, and this is quite common, oh, yes, of course I love my child. And they do. But I say, right now in your body, you are not loving them. And they feel not loved. Right? I said, unless you're actually feeling that oxytocin, that connection, that warm space, you, in theory, you love them, but you're not demonstrating that love. And I said it to Francois as well. I said, you're stressed like that. You're not helping me. You're not helping the cat. You're not helping the dog. You're not helping anybody, you know, if you stay in that stress space. Mm-hmm. And that's, and he says, yeah, but I still love you. Mm-hmm. And I say, yeah, in theory, but right now I close up and I'll move away. And the cat does too, right? Right. All of nature does mm-hmm. because you're actually in a state of aggression. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. people, especially working with parents, they get this mixed up. And they say, but of course I love my kids. Of course I love my husband, my wife, my partner, whatever. I say, yeah, but right now, why have they left you? Why have they closed up? Why are they not open and loving? Because you're actually carrying in your body stress and fear, which means you are aggressive. Right. Wow. And, it's, and women and sensitive people, they, they just close up. They walk away. They well, I'm nice. I love them, and I I brought them roses. And why why is my my wife or my partner not loving and kissing me? She can't. Right. You see what I mean? Yes. We, we all know. And so when when we really get just tuned into that, it's a huge key, huge. And we can help each other to change our default setting so that the more we do it, the more that just becomes a default setting. We don't have to think about it anymore. We just respond with love because that's who we've become. And then it's done. It's not an effort anymore. At first, it's an effort because we've all more or less received the other default. You know? And and uh, we have to change it. I, 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 so far, I haven't met anybody who has a, a completely inbuilt oxytocin default setting. I'm sure there are, but uh, that they've worked on it and changed it, but it's not what they came in with. Right. And that's your job, is to bring in <laughs> beings who are hardwired on that love frequency. And can you do it? Yes, you can. Yes. So every time you're doing it, you can actually talk to your baby 
and and dad as well mm-hmm. and say you know this is what it feels like here on this planet it's about love it feels good it feels connected and the baby's learning and downloading saying oh yeah wow that feels good and it does feel good because everything works better they can grow better they can feel better there's more space they're more connected with their soul and spirit and the more you do that let's say you do that every day your baby's nervous system will be hardwired to live in love and it will seek out the friends at school the places the music the everything that feeds that wow it's amazing yeah. and you don't even need to worry about them exactly because they won't go with the bad crowd they won't be influenced because it doesn't feel good in their body they're used to feeling good and they will always seek out things that help them to secrete more oxytocin and more endorphins and feel good right feeling it in the body that's that's a really key key thing right there absolutely mm. absolutely and don't wait Mm-mm. to really pass this on to your child the more conscious you are the more you do it and the more you involve your child right now by saying look what we're doing you know maybe we haven't received this i don't know obviously your stories but maybe mom and dad we haven't received it but guess what we're updating our programs now yeah, <laughs> and we're getting this new one so we can pass you on the best and the baby's saying wow how cool is this this is a proof that they love me they're giving me the best and we want you to be hardwired so you can live in love connected with cosmic intelligence and and then you'll always be guided you'll always be safe you'll always be you know able to live in love and bliss and health and happiness and all that comes with that mm-hmm. you don't have to rush after one thing and then after another and here i'm going to develop no love opens the door for all of it it's amazing and you you think that that's what everyone wants to give to their child truly mm-hmm. Exactly. So you have the two schools, at least the two schools that I've come across. You've got the parents who consciously really say, well, I didn't get that and I'm going to do everything I possibly can to give that to my children. And then you get the others who say, well, it was okay for me. And and they're traumatized to death, right? They're totally dysfunctional. Well, I'm I'm still alive. Um, I got spanked, I got raped, I got this, I got that, I got, but I'm still here. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, and they say, well, if I got through it, well, my children can get through it too. So I've heard that. Um, and I'm thinking, well, that's, you know, it's not helpful, not helpful at all. It doesn't contribute to the uh, evolution of humanity. Exactly. Every generation should be better than than we are. Absolutely. And uh, and keep keep moving the whole thing forward. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And and the other thing that I tell parents is don't expect to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You're not. I'm sorry to tell you, you're not perfect. No. And you won't be for a very 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 long time. Mm-hmm. So it's not about, you know, because so many are stressed and and afraid because they have to get it right. 
So I said, let's put this to rest. You know, now let's just be ourselves, right? <laughs> and um, accept that we're not perfect. It'll be a very long time before we are. So we will make mistakes. But together we say with the child, you can say this if you choose to with to your child, is to say, we're going to learn together. Yes, we might fall over, but guess what? We'll pick our snobs up, we'll help each other, and we'll learn from each other, we'll learn from what happened, and, um, and we'll move on. Yeah. And so then you don't have this you know, this terrible thing of, I might make a mistake. Yes, you'll make loads of mistakes. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. And then you can just, instead of saying mistake, it's an experience. Mm. Well, what did I learn from that experience? And then tell your little kid, you know, basically, wow, look what happened to me. I did this today and I had this experience. And now I'll never open a bottle like that because I threw it all over the floor and I have to clean up the mess. And if I had only thought that if I had done it without my wet, you know, picked up the bottle without wet hands or something, whatever it is, mm -hmm. then you're teaching the child already as downloading. Ah, oh, so um, mommy's not perfect. No. Uh, so I, I won't expect that. Um, but she does learn. Mm -hmm. So she does think once. She's not going to keep doing that, is she? No. Because you learn and move on. Yeah. So they don't have this program that says, uh-uh, <laughs> every time dad comes home, this is trouble. <laughs> and it's just like, uh-uh, it's always like that. No, because you've shown your child it happened once. Mommy learned. And it maybe happened one or two times, but not more than three. Yeah. She's already changing that. She's learned and she's moved on. Now imagine your child coming into the world only having to have burn itself once, you know, and then that's it. I don't, I'm not going to put my hand on a hot thing anymore because I've done that. I've learned and I've moved on. Yeah. And so th this for me is really exciting. Um, and, and you can teach a child to do that right now. Absolutely. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for the, the inspiration. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just learning how to take responsibility for um, our experiences and effectively communicating that and being open and openly communicating with either the child that has yet to be born or even the child that is running around like a little <laughs> crazy person. That's you know? right. So. Exactly. And even ask them. Yeah. Babies are really, really intelligent, you know. They are. And we, when we know this, we know they have more neurons than their, their pediatrician. Wow. So um, basically, because when they start to uh, become aware of their environment, you know, they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yes. So they hear a noise. At first, they have to fight, figure out what is that noise. But once they say, oh, that's only mom closing the door. I've heard that 10 times now. The next time they hear it, they don't have to worry um, or find out what it is. And that neuron goes off. Wow. So this is why um, children, um, and I would say all of us, need some degree of stimulation, something new. 
So that's why the parents are buying all these toys and stuff like that. Because in order to develop, we need stimulation. Right. So, but what kind of stimulation do you want your child to be? And make sure that there's enough physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So that they can develop on all levels and not just pile them up with toys. I know you wouldn't, but a lot of people do. Yeah. And that's it. They're just all developing their, their five senses um, and their, their motor senses um, and not their emotional senses and their brain and their spirituality and their soul and spirit. If we start feeding them right from the beginning on all these levels, they'll come out, you know, com complete human beings. Absolutely. And I think that is so cool. So you can talk to the soul of your baby and get a reply from a soul, not just the baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because the, we're all souls, right? Absolutely. I just I think it's it's really fantastic, and it changes the whole idea of parenting. Yes. Um. So, anyway, that's enough from me. That. <laughs> Thank you so much. So powerful. It was amazing. Very in line with our our personal journey at this moment, and also with what we really feel is our our mission and our passion mm -hmm. to share with the world. So that's that's why we're here doing a podcast. You know, we want this to be a a free and readily available resource because people deserve to know this knowledge. And we thank you so much for your your time and in being willing to share this. And I know that is your life's mission and we're just so grateful, you know, um, that people who, who tune in now are armed with this knowledge yeah. and hopefully they can share it with their, their friends and family and the ripples will continue out. Exactly. And, uh, well, all the very best for your um, family development. Thank you. And um, make it uh, beautiful, happy, loving, fun, and, um, and connected all together with that oxytocin and, and and please keep you know keep in touch let us know you know how it goes and um we'd love to have you as well on our birthing the new humanity you know on the app and on our podcast yeah we would love that sharing with other you know couples yeah. about your journey becoming a parent and, um, that sounds great julie is there a way for our listeners to get connected with you guys? Um, well, at the moment is is by the book. That okay. would be a first start. Uh, Room to Thrive. It's on Amazon. You can get the uh, the Kindle version or the uh, hard copy. And you can actually go on to Birthing the New Humanity uh, app. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the moment, it's going through um, a big upgrade. And we have lost, actually, thanks to Apple, <laughs> a lot of our uh, content. Uh -huh. And we're just in the process of uh, redesigning it and putting the content back on. Uh -huh. So, um, but very shortly, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, um, that will be uh, presentable. And so there's the app and there'll be the web with it as well. Wonderful. Uh, so people can connect and, and have access to resources. 
we'll be sure to link all of that, including the book and the app in our in our podcast description here so people can easily access that. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, all the very best. Thank, Thank you, so Julie. Lots Thank of love. Thank you for the wonderful work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look forward to interviewing you <laughs> about your journey. We would love that. That sounds great. Well, enjoy your evening, and we will connect again soon. Absolutely. Take care now. Cheers, Julie. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the Black Bear Herbery family. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and online at blackbearherbery.com. Sign up for our newsletter to get teasers about new podcast episodes and special discounts. We offer consultations to help guide you and provide you with information as you move through your alchemical wellness journey. And if you're looking for ways to support this podcast, we've got merch available on the website or just simply send it to a friend or family member and have them give us a listen. We hope you have a transformative day.